Well, this is the problem. This is the problem that we've been having. So I just let me handle this. We've talked about this before. Okay, you ready? What are you t- What are you discussing? What, what is the problem at the moment? The, every time we start the show with the uh, to warn the listeners about us being explicit, you just you fly off the handle, and you you just. I have to talk up the fact that my is big because I know it's not. I know. I know it's. I know we've been through this in private. <laughs> but it. All right, just get on with it. This isn't a therapy session. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Game Genies. My name is Fred. I'm joined today, and always, by my co-host... Ryan. That is my name. I will say nothing further regarding it. You don't need to know my personal life. Yeah, you don't you know owe the idea. world anything. What? Yeah, you didn't You didn't need to know about my day, and I'm not going to tell you about my day. Thank you. Well, thank you, for, thank you for joining us today. Whatever platform you're listening on, if you could leave us a like, a subscribe, a comment, a share. One of those things. Um, you can find us at GameGeniusCast.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at GameGeniusCast. And I think you can also find us on uh, Spreaker, which is where we host everything. And apparently if you, if we get 100 likes on Spreaker, then we can apply for being on iHeartRadio. Hey. So let's, hey. Get, it, let's get those 100 likes. Get that that might be nice. Let's get it up like Fred back in Valentine's Day of 1992. That's right. He might have been seven years old, but he could still do it. He's oh, an wow. early bloomer. Let's get that image out of our heads. That's <clears throat> yep, real weird. Good. A little bit. Uh, so if you never heard our cast before, then I guess Fred has a little bit of motherfucking knowledge to drop on your ass. Game Genie's podcast is your cheat code to sounding like you know more about games than you actually do. We combine our lifetime's worth of gaming knowledge with today's most interesting games to give you the insight that you might not already have. But if you do have that knowledge... After all, AIDS is a deadly, incurable disease. But no matter how you come to judge, Charles Wheeler and his partners in ethical, moral, and inhuman terms, the fact of the matter is, when they fired Andrew Beckett because he had AIDS, they broke the law. Well, that was different. <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to... That was real different. Yeah, I wanted to bring it down serious. Topic to an, yeah, we didn't need to. We didn't need to get too serious. It's a quote from Phil. You know what movie it's from? No, Philadelphia. You know what that movie's about? No, it's a great movie. It's, a, it's about a lawyer being fired from a law firm because he had AIDS. I want to say it's a true story. Ryan, it's a great fucking Ryan, drama. Ryan, it's a, it Ryan, won Academy Ryan, Awards. Ryan, Denzel Washington, Ryan, Tom Hanks. Are you sleeping? Great fucking Hello? film. I'm not. Are sleeping. you sleep I'm not talking? But I'm awake. I'm clearly talking about. Do you know what show you're on? Game Genies Podcast is your cheat code to sound more like you know about games right. than you actually We're play. on location. And we only have John Clark here for just another minute. He's a busy man. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you, I was trying to get you to go there anyway. All right. Are you ready to go on to the, the, the sales floor and talk to John? Let's do it. All right. Hey, John. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for coming back on the show. So we're here with John. Oh, I love you guys. I listen to you all the Thanks. time. You're so great. We actually have at our parties y'all just in the background talking. We love hearing y'all's voices. No, it's a little bit of a turn on. It's, it's good. It's yes, good John, for John, us. John. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is John Clark. He's the store manager here at GameStop on Fifth Avenue in uh, Brooklyn. 
Uh, we're here to talk to you today about your thoughts on the recent stock drops. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as you would know, as anyone would know, uh, the specific quarterly performance uh, dropped down about negative 17.65%. Uh, over the last 12 months, actually, it's dipped about 29.53% uh, and 25.88% over just the last six months. The price going to be a little bit tough time for us at the GameStop. The good news is, you know, that uh, we we uh, we try to, uh, to sponsor a lot of our community, uh, Freddy Scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, would you say this is a normal thing for a business to go through? Um, oh, yeah. as far as GameStop with the problems, yeah. I mean, they've been having problems for a while. You could say, we'll see if we pick it back up. But either way, this store is going to be funded, whether it's a GameStop corporation or not. Because after hours, we have the little BDSM parties with Mike and Sherry Thompson down the street. And, you know, uh, they love coming over here. They love looking yeah, why at the games. You know, and when they close, they that's just a communica- their clothes. That's a community, so, um, you know organization thing. I think you oh, should you leave have, that with the community. It's fine, but you have to pay the subscription cost. I you're know right. you're a part of our members, Freddie. Uh, but uh, yeah. by the way, dues are due by the end of February, so <laughs> I, hope, I hope that you get them in there because right. we want to have you over at them parties. And you can actually well, listen to yourself or Ryan and just get them all yeah. off uh, the way that you want to. You know what okay. I'm saying? You should look into getting a Patreon and a Pornhub account for that, but let's not let's not dwell on that. I already have it. <laughs> How, Ryan, do you have any questions for John? Yeah, uh, John, sorry, um, I don't know what you and Fred have going on there off uh, Fifth Ave, but I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate the fact that you even listen. I appreciate the fact that you're getting your community of whatever the fuck you guys do to listen. Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And, and just, it's very, it's kind of heartwarming, right? Well, that's it what is. we're trying to do. And, and the thing is, at least you're bringing people together, whether it be in an appropriate way or not. I have no idea if this is even legal in the state of uh, New York. But the point is, you're at least bringing a community of people, like-minded people, together for a positive mean. And if you raise a little bit of money to, to donate to charity within the community and just help out the community, all the better. Mm, that's what we think. Uh, I mean, I've been trying to tell Fred that the whole time, so I appreciate you thinking that, Ryan. Oh, no problem don't, whatsoever. I mean, don't act I've like I'm not supportive. Now, friend, you've been a little bit of a dick. You ain't paying no dues yet, so I, I really appreciate you get that. Fred, come on, well, dude. Just pay the fucking dues. Don't be a weirdo. Well, I tell him all the time. <laughs> I mean, I come into the store. I buy from from the store, but mm, I, well, I don't... Well, GameStop's down not t- uh, my, my 17.65% just for the quarter, Fred, so <laughs> your, your sales ain't going to make no motherfucking difference. <laughs> All right, John. Uh, thank you for being on the show today. Uh, yeah, it, you're welcome a, back at any point. Mm, well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. <sighs> yeah, no problem. All right, John. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Ryan, why did you tell him he could be on the show anytime? I don't, I don't think <laughs> you he's know, fun he's, to listen to. Uh, he's right in my neighborhood, so it's a little bit I know, tough. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm well aware that you have interactions with him, Fred, not only through a business standpoint. I'm not a part of those community events. I just need you to know that. Hey, I, I don't judge. It's 2019. You do whatever you want. As long as everything's consensual, that's what matters most, Fred. That does matter. That's a huge uh, factor. And you know what else but matters? I, what? If you're recording. Oh, fuck. You're recording. I am. Ah, you son of a bitch. Also, I was going to say what matters is the champs that just got popped. The champs is here. The champs is here. It smells like some cheap-ass champagne. Although I say cheap, I pay $78 a bottle. Yeah. So 
Uh, this Every week, week Fred, $78 a bottle. Just, I want the listeners to know that. <clears throat> you do not pay $78 a bottle. I know that you don't. I can show you my bank stubs. No, nope, right, that's not me. the word. <laughs> I just said bank stub. Like, uh, yeah, I get I paid for that. Ugh, doesn't fucking matter. Before we move on to Top of the Tops, uh, we should just talk about how our week was. We had a lot of fun this past weekend. You and your brother, uh, B-Pain, Jake Steak, yeah. and uh, also some other uh, friends of the show. John, well, he was there via online, but he, yeah, he wasn't there. Physically. As I was really I. Know why. Yeah, you were online. We had a couple other people online. Uh, oh, sorry. I didn't even get to the point. You had sorry, a land yeah. party at your house. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had about, I think, 11 people total, about nine per at a time. Uh, it lasted from essentially Friday night through Sunday evening. Uh, and we stayed up till like five in the fucking morning playing games on a Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, I joined in probably about nine or 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. And uh, I, while we were having the uh while we were playing counter-strike because we played csgo um i was getting a stream set up because i was like i was like fuck it you know we have all these people playing uh why not stream it and so this isn't exactly my first time streaming but it was probably over a year ago or maybe even two years ago since my last one um so it was actually a little frustrating trying to play the game trying not to like make my team lose and also setting up the stream at the same time Uh, but we had a load of fun and I think I streamed for about four and a half hours. We ended up playing some Apex Legends and watching some YouTube videos and just overall just having a good time. <clears throat> just YouTube videos. Huh? Just YouTube videos. We didn't only do YouTube videos, no. So what other, video, what other videos did you watch? Oh, they were... Well, we played Counter-Strike, Go, Apex Legends, and we watched some YouTube videos like between games. Just YouTube, though. Just YouTube. Nothing else. Yes, nothing else. Nothing mm-hmm. else. Yep. Yep. Okay. Video. I mean, do you want me? Do you want me? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. There was we're nothing about... about weekend at Bernie's, but like an animated version where they're all naked the whole time. You didn't watch anything like that, did you, Fred? Okay, so I was watching a porn parody of Weekend at Bernie's while we were streaming, but that wasn't being streamed. No. Um, so ba- basically, basically, this porn version of Weekend at Bernie's was. Um, this, so there's a dead guy and <laughs> what a great way for a porn to start off. There's a dead guy. Is he naked, Fred? Well, let's, let's ease into this because the answer is yes. Okay. I don't want to jump it. to anything here. No, we're not so jumping to, to much. If, if you ever watched weekend at Bernie's, uh, they go to this guy's vacation house. Uh, he's like their boss or something and he's rich. So they go to his vacation house on the beach and he dies. And instead of, like, calling the police and stuff, they decide to carry his body around town so they can still partake in all the yeah. rich people stuff. Yeah, yeah, committing felony along the way. Felony I mean, after felony after yeah, felony. Yeah, yeah. So in this uh, version, the Bur- uh, Weekend at Bernie's, um, they... okay. So, okay, wait. Sorry, I'm going to back <laughs> just, up for a second. All right, got it. <laughs> During the Weekend at Bernie's, uh, the actual Weekend at Bernie's... I want to see uh, how you pull yourself out of this hole. Let's, let's see well, what you got for us. They put... Uh, music on like a boombox and he gets up and he actually his his dead body like reanimates and dances and and stuff so in this uh they put on boombox boing and then <laughs> the, the porn starts oh, oh boing is that him getting ready for a pornograph pornographic scene might be and then they okay. turn the music off and and then he's done so yeah. a little bit of necrophilia, a little bit of fun, a little bit of love. All that matters is some good time, you know, heart-wrenching, Oscar-nominated. 
uh, at least AVM nominated uh, <laughs> film and and writing. But 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 no DVDA. No, we don't need to talk about any of that. Okay, I think we're we're done with that section. Um, anything you want to add to the, about the stream? It was fun. We played games. Yeah, it was great. Uh, shout out to Monkey Man. He's amazing. Helped me get it run smoothly. Uh, JLC Gaming. That's J H three L L C Gaming. I uh, also helped out. Um, he's also been streaming some stuff too. He plays a lot of retro games, um, some Mega Man and Banjo Kazooie and stuff like that. But um, good. Uh, yeah, like thanks it. to anyone who came through and and helped me get it up and running. Because literally, like a good hour or more of that stream was me setting up uh, all the the necessary things. Yeah. And you can actually go to uh, twitch.tv slash Freddy Sketty F R E D D Y S G H E T T I. And uh, you can find those particular streams uh, right now if you want to. So nice. go check it out if you're interested. Do you want me? Did you say? Did you say tell them to check it out? I don't think so. I think you said tell them to check it out. I'm like, well, you're telling them, so they don't need to tell I anybody else. I don't they think I said do that. It. If I did say it, I'll play it back. I don't think I did. If you didn't, then I sound like an idiot right now. Yep. Either way, well, you know what we're ready know, for? Just D- don't be top of the motherfucking tops. Top of the tops. Get on this horse and ride, baby. Wait a minute. Wasn't that from a song? Get on this horse and ride. What the fuck is that song? What is that song? Yeah. Get on the horse and ride. Oh, it's a queen. Oh, that is queen. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. I thought at first I thought it was going to be Kid Rock. And I was like, Yeah, I oh, thought Kid Rock at first too. How bad is that that I just almost confused <laughs> lyrics written by fucking the great Freddie Mercury with Kid yeah. Motherfucking Rock? No, you know what's funny? That was the first person that jumped into my head, too, was Kid Rock. Weird. Yeah, it was Fat Bottom Girls is what I was thinking of, but okay. Love that song. Okay, continue. What the fuck are we talking about? All right, we're starting off with why Microsoft can't make a goddamn exclusive first-party game that sells more than three copies. That isn't a racing game, at least. That's not a racing game, right, like Forza. Just like I'm not a giant, it's not a racing game. Yeah. You're not a giant. I might be a giant. You never really know. You know, it's I all do. relative. Relative to what? I've, I've met, I've met you. A little Chewy, little, my little puppy Chewy. Yeah, I'm a fucking giant to him. To, to Chewy. Okay, you're right. To Chewy, you're a giant. Okay. Four. Uh, we're gonna move on from there to other reviews of the week. A lot of stuff came out this past week, and um, some of it did. Some of it did well. Some of it did not. And uh, you're gonna find out if you don't already know. You went a little weird. You get a little bit of like a hick accent. You're going to find out what you already know. I was like, if you already didn't know. (sighs) Can we move on? Yeah. So also uh, with that anthem comes out this week, uh, some people are already complaining. uh, It's mostly like reviewers and beta testers and stuff who are complaining. Yeah. There's some early access that you're able to get a hold of if you are an EA premium or early or just I think it's EA access uh, member, which I am. So tonight I will start playing it. Uh, I get 10 free free hours and then I'm going to be able to get the game at some point if I want to. So I might have more information for you next week about what I feel about Anthem. I've heard mixed reviews. There's some things they definitely need to work on, but it's not things that are game-breaking, at least at the moment, after mm. when we talk about it. In a, well, we'll talk about it in a bit. Uh, but the point is, it's it's getting mixed reviews. Yeah. You know who we might uh, talk to about this? Uh, well, we're still on top of the tops here. Well, let's save all this for the segment. Yeah, yeah. I get, I, get, I get ahead of myself. Yeah, exactly. We all do. We all do. Except me. But, yeah. After that, we're going to uh, wow. get into Nintendo Direct, which was, what, the day after last week's episode? It always so we fucking happened. Again, I think it missed it got about posted, a day. 
the day the episode drops. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Now people are going to think we don't know what we're doing. But in reality, yeah. it's because we have to edit ourselves because we're so shitty at this podcast. <laughs> but there's plenty of uh, really cool stuff that was in that Nintendo Direct, and we'll be happy to run through all of that. Including... Um, Metroid Prime 4 has just been released already. Out a little bit earlier yep, than you thought. Same day. Lies. You lied. Don't lie again. Sorry. Then uh, we're going to jump over to Elite Dangerous. Uh, this is a game that I have not even seen anything for. Um, I know nothing about, so I'll be excited for you to tell me a bit about it. And um, there's actually something really cool happening within that game right now. Uh, something that doesn't usually happen in games. It's actually... Maybe one of the most interesting uh, stories that's happening, like within a game, uh, in a long time. And I agree. I, agree. I think we're we're living in a really cool time where things like this can happen. So you're welcome for, for uh, that up. Yeah, you did. You did the footwork. Everyone, give Ryan a little clap. He he did some work this week. Okay. Then finally. Oh, they they, they want to keep going, Fred. Oh no. They're done. Oh, my God. You guys did not need to do that. I mean, yes, I spend the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I no pre- Thank you so much. I guess. Oh, God, I so appreciate much. that. Hold, hold, hold it, hold it. Okay. Uh, then, finally, three weeks into February, this week, we're going to have time for this no matter what. We're yeah, going to do I our like New Year's it. resolutions. Um, New Year's resolutions will finally be on I'm honestly a little embarrassed that we're three weeks into February and we, we still have to keep pushing this off because of time restraints. Oh, we're um, going to kick your ass podcast. That's right. I rhyme podcast with ass and that's okay. Schmokey. Okay. Go and then, uh, play. That, that's going to be our episode today. Of course, we're going to talk to the genie, and I have a good wish lined up for him. It's about time because you haven't come up with any wishes, which is going to blame me. Every week you jump, you jump right in, you jump in front of the train and you fuck it up. Language from you. Okay. I'm, I'm the only one that's allowed to curse in this podcast. Let's, let's finally get into the games here. And we had a lot to get off our chest. You're right. You're so right. It was video game related. That's true. All right. All right first, first section. Section. All right. Microsoft. So this Crackdown. is. Crackdown. Oh, yeah. Ugh. After this year's E3. My uh, faith in Microsoft went way up. I was like, they're, they're buying studios. They, their head is in the right place. This Game Pass thing is really cool. They're doing good shit. Um, and then since then, like every exclusive they've put out so far has it's been aside a complete from Horizon disaster. Four. Forza Horizon 4. <clears throat> yeah, um, they're a racing game. Yeah, a racing game. So it's like, other than Forza series, like, what can they do proper at the moment? Like, yeah, they had the Gears of War. They had their... Uh, well, actually, no, fuck, I almost said Halo. Halo 5 was all right, but it didn't fucking, you know, reinvent the genre or anything. So, no, I mean... It, same with Gears, I guess. It sold well, but it's like, other than those three franchises, what has really sold well via first-party games for Microsoft this generation? And it's been... It's coming up on six years this November, Fred. Yeah. Uh, Halo Wars 2 did poorly. We Happy Which Few I love that did franchise. poorly. Ugh. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, We Happy Few... Oh, which uh, we have few was one of the new uh, publishers, or not sorry, fucking it, new developers rather, that they uh, purchased this pa- and they announced at E3. So it's like yeah. they need to put out games. I know it's going to take a little while with these other studios, but they should be putting out quality fucking games. Well, that's the thing. Like, it looks like these ga- these games look good. Like, it makes me wonder if they hadn't picked up We Happy Few, would it have been 
just a good little experience or would have would it have had the same problems that it had you're saying because now they have they're under a bigger spotlight due to the fact that right. they're owned by Microsoft right like did Microsoft ask them to add too much that just simply wasn't like doable for them or did they ask them to change or take out or you know put things in well, that like they didn't have a vision for or like we talked about this when Re Happy Few came out and got kind of mediocre reviews. I mean, we're not saying it got horrible reviews, but like 7, 7.5. Um, and it's like, why why wasn't there better quality control, especially now being owned by Microsoft? Did they realize it was too late or what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's too consistent. There are too many first-party games that are just bombing. And Crackdown 3... Uh, the whole reason we brought this up is because Crackdown Three is getting terrible reviews. You know, oh, yeah, what yeah, is it? What is it going to take for Microsoft to either cancel or delay a first-party uh, title until it's ready to be launched? Yeah, I mean, look at what fucking Nintendo just did. We talked about it a couple weeks ago uh, in regards to Metroid Prime Four. They're just going back to the drawing board because they knew it wasn't up to fucking standards. Yeah, I appreciate that honesty. Crackdown Crew wasn't up to fucking standards, and I'm not saying it's a bad game. I played a little bit of it, like 30 minutes, because I've been playing other shit. But uh, and so that's why I can't give a, a prop, proper, you know, like, review from me. But it seemed like the old school crackdowns, obviously better graphics than the old school ones, but not amazing graphics to today's standards. And yeah. I don't know. It's probably repetitive gameplay from everything I can see. But there's something about me going to get a Jody Orbs and just becoming stronger and better. And you get to play as Terry fucking Cruz. <laughs> I don't know. It's also, there's, I don't know if the other ones were mature, but this one they definitely curse and say fucking it, so... I, I think they did because it was all gang related and stuff. I, I don't think that they tried to keep it uh, family Team. friendly. Yeah, yeah. But my my problem here is that like, how do you make? Okay, I'm sorry. This is just such a difficult subject to wrap my head around because Crackdown One I had a lot of fun with. I actually went back to that game over and over and over again and Me had too. fun. And the only reason we bought it, why was it? The reason that we bought it is because. Uh, Halo 3 came with a free demo for that. Yeah, yeah, free beta code if you bought the game. And I was like, fuck it, I'll buy the game. Plus right. the game looked fun. I didn't even know about the game until that got announced. I was like, oh, I'll buy it. Right. And so my problem is this, like, what are they trying to do with it that is so different from the core game? And why aren't they focusing on that? Because if they could hone in on what made Crackdown 1 a fun experience that you want to go back to over and over again, I mean, um, I think they, they might could, be trying. I don't know. I don't. I don't know because Crackdown Two, they like tried to shift the focus to like different things. Well, they tried to focus. And, it, is there, no, it's almost essentially the same game, but with fucking zombie mutants instead. Like everywhere. Yeah. Which, which it, is it a huge really problem. Uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense. It didn't go. You know, it looked kind of cool at first, but then it's like, no, that's not what you should be doing. Right. And so what did they do in this? I mean, I don't. know. It's been in development five years. And they put, they, they put out a fucking game that has a 60 on Metacritic? Well, here's what I'm hoping at least comes out of this, is that for anyone who doesn't who hasn't been following Crackdown 3, they've been uh, developing this cloud computing thing for a long time where your, your actual hardware, so like your Xbox and the server that you're playing on uh, or the server that you're hosting yourself aren't necessarily doing all of the grunt work for what's happening on the screen. So like when you're playing a game and a ton of things are happening and everything starts to slow down and um, you know, you know that your system can't really handle it. They shifted all of that work over to a number of uh, cloud servers. 
So they basically made it so that you could do as much shit as you want on screen, like knock down 20 buildings at a time and have explosions everywhere. Everyone's shooting guns and no slowdown because they're, they're absorbing that, uh, that work with their own servers. There's a really great video on uh, YouTube that you can find where they explain the whole thing. And it's really impressive. Now, what I'm hoping that comes out of this is that they kind of get that sort of thing under wraps and can use it for other games. With that because, technology, yes. That, and I think that's right. what I've read a lot about. It's like that's why they agreed to pretty much have this and, and have it come out and not just get canceled because they realize that they just want to use the technology. We see how it goes and go right. from there. So the game might flop and it might actually help them to have less people in the servers, you know, because I think this is going to be a pretty big burden on the servers, having that many people doing that many things um, that maybe they'll they'll get it down. And then by the time another games. game. Yeah. By the time another game comes out, like what if what if the next Halo has completely destructible environments? And that's because Crackdown 3's technology, you yeah. know? Yeah, seriously. I mean, so, it's possible. Yeah. But anyway, back to the, the, the actual topic was, you know, why is Microsoft um, failing at this? And you and I have talked about this a number of times. Like, is it coming from the top? Like, is and not not even coming from the top in a way that's like they're making bad decisions um, for the games. Like, oh, the game needs this the game needs that. But are they like watching? Like, is there somebody there to say, no, this isn't good or like, you know, Quality, is there control, any quality right? control, yeah. It's like, what are their fucking QAs? Are they not fucking doing a good job of like telling them what the fuck the problems are and stuff? Like, it's just it blows my mind how you can have this many failures as Microsoft as one of the big three. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to, I, I just want to have a first party games for Xbox to like make it worth my time to even give Xbox a fucking chance because that Xbox has some good technology coming. It's something they're gonna have. They want to have the ability via you know the cloud. And um, these servers that they, they host all throughout the country and the world be able to power an Xbox One-style game on a phone, on the Switch, on different things. And they've been teasing this. And I'm like, that, that's great. But give us some games you want to fucking play on that system. You know yeah. what I mean? On, on that cross-play capable service that you're going to have us do. You know, you've been teasing. And we're going to probably find out more about it in March. <clears throat> you've been teasing us. Well, give us some fucking games worth a shit. Please. Right. Because you can also, like, we don't know what's coming to Switch. We know that we're going to get an Xbox Live app on the Switch at some point. Um, even if that extended to um, the Xbox Game Pass. Well, mm -hmm. what? I mean, I would probably day one, like, subscribe. Just to, like, see what it's all about. But, like, at the end of the day, what's going to be there for us? Yeah, what is sustaining us for keeping the subscription as far as what you're offering me and what first-party games I'm getting with you that I can't already play on Switch and stuff like that. Right. Like, what reason... Like, so, so like, right now, no reason to actually buy an Xbox One. But take the box out of the equation, the Xbox that costs, what, 300 bucks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you don't have the overhead, you, I, but you get to play, experience their games, so developers are happy. But you have to have... If you want Xbox to make money, I'm sure they're getting paid right. stuff from Nintendo for having it on there and stuff like that, a certain amount. Uh, from the subscription, or maybe they're just making all the subscription. Either way, yeah, they're getting the money for that. But you want people to keep playing your first-party games to keep giving you money. Yeah. And, and then when you the, get first-party money from those first-party games, you're fucking actually making more money than you would have the third-party game. Yeah, this this could also be a companion app, you know, that we're getting, or it could also be the online um, kind of like 
portion of of Xbox Live in that like maybe this will solve our Nintendo uh, voice chat problem. Well, you know, what if we amazing. can ch- if we could chat through this app, you know, while we're playing games, and that's yeah, great. Side note, real quick, and then we'll move on. Um, I saw a tweet today. I was like, "Hey, Microsoft, can you please marry Discord and have an app so we can, you know, chat with our friends, do other things like play music and stuff while we're chatting on Xbox Live?" And I'm like, "Why is Discord not made a partnership with any sort of the consoles?" Yeah, Nintendo that, would be the that perfect just one. Makes for so them. much sense to me. Because Nintendo has shit right now. But can you imagine Discord or something as an app on any of these consoles? Why would they not do that? I mean, yeah. I, I, maybe it's the consoles, you know, those companies, whether it be Sony, uh, Microsoft, or Nintendo, like, not wanting to have that since they want to have their own chat client. But Nintendo sucks at having chat. Right. Oh, yeah. One thing I wanted to say before we close out this uh, this whole thing is when event or sorry. Originally, when we heard the news about the Xbox uh, app going on to the Switch, I was thinking to myself, is Microsoft like setting themselves up to go third party? But then I thought about it and I was like, there's nothing worth going third party for. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so, let's move, let's, let's, I don't, let's move on. Okay. Other reviews this week. So we have... Three games we want to talk about. There's a lot of games we got released on Friday, including Crackdown. There's three other ones that are kind of pretty big. They're at least yep. all AAA games in their own, right? I feel like Jump Force is a AAA game. So, yeah, the yep. first we'll talk about is, is Jump Force. I was looking forward to this. Fred and I played it at PAX. Fred hated it. I liked it just because I, I love the, the graphics. I didn't hate it. I just, I hate that third, the third person view for fighting games. Very, uh, what, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Budokai? Xenoverse? No, Budokai was, uh, was side scroller. Was it? Well, then it's Tenkaichi. I think it's the Tenkaichi games. Uh, and then also, yes, they did it with the Xenoverse games, which I like. Um, it is. It, I will say it was a little bit hard to see what the fuck was going on, but I think if you get the hang of it, it would be fun. I will buy this game when it goes on sale because it just looks so beautiful and it has so many characters that I have seen over the years. I'm not saying I'm a huge yeah. anime fan, uh, but I will watch some of the bigger ones at times if there's if it's short enough. I'm not watching a fucking 300 episode show, but right. if you got if you got like. Even under 50 episodes, and it's a really good anime, I'll watch it. Dude, Trigun, it's like 30 episodes. Fuck, you're not, you're not the first person to tell me that. I want to say Stephanie told me about that. I don't remember. Dude, it's awesome. 30, it's about 30 episodes. Is it the one that, like, is, what, is it about, like, the end of the world or some shit? No, but it's like a dystopian kind okay, of Okay, maybe that's uh, what it was. We were setting. talking about dystopian shit. So it's, like, somewhat lighthearted, but somewhat not, right? Yeah, it, okay. it's great. Yeah, follows this dude, uh, Vash the Stampede, Great. I'll check it, uh, check it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> so that one got shit. It got shit reviews. Are you surprised by this? Um, A little bit, but also after playing it, no, because like I said, I mean, the, the camera system that they have in that game is so wild that you just lose track of everything, especially if you pick the same character as the person you're fighting. Like, it's so hard to follow. Um, All right. They need to scale back a little bit. I don't. I don't know what the obsession is with this third-person camera for fighting games. It's just I, I didn't like it, it on Dragon Ball Z. I didn't like it. There's even a mode in um, one of the Street Fighter Four games. I think it might be on the 3DS. I forget which, where you can just slightly skew the camera so it's like three quarters behind your character. But even and even with that, like the controls don't change. Like you know, the camera's not whipping around, so the, your orientation is always the same. And even then, I didn't like it. Um, so it's it's just it's hard to it's hard to really 
um, imagine that this could have gone well. Okay. Um, you actually, you know, who did this third-person uh, fighting system well though was uh, Nintendo with Pokken. I don't know if you played Pokken. It's I but it was it's Pokken. Or Pokken or Pokken tournament. It or, yeah, switches. Yeah. At least in this case, it's well. That was published by Bandai, which this is published by Bandai Namco, uh, because it was made by the same people that made Tekken. That's why it was po- called Pokken. Ah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, um, but the, in that game, it switches between third person and two uh, D side scroll fighting, like Street Fighter. So, I, did you ever play it or no? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, Re- real quick, I'll just tell you what it, what it kind of is. So it goes in two modes of fighting and those modes are triggered by certain moves that you do on each other. So you'll like be in this uh, 3D uh, fighting mode and then all of a sudden it'll switch to um, the fixed camera on the side. Um, they, they did it both well, I thought. I mean, anything that was lacking in that game was just lacking from the actual core gameplay. Um, but why, you know, why couldn't they just... I, I don't know if they wanted to make it seem more wild, so they just were like, let's, you know, shake it up. It, but it gave me a headache. Well, so apparently... Um, it got a 58 it, on Metacritic. Okay, yes, score. I know that, yes. Uh, apparently it was published and featured characters from various manga series featured in Weekly Shonen Jump Anthology, which I think has a lot of different characters, but, like, they guess they combine them together. I don't fucking know. I, well, I, sh- I don't want no, to... No, Shonen Jump... Shonen Jump is a variety... Um, anime magazine. It's it's like you know when you open the newspaper and you see the comics. You got Garfield. And oh, okay, you got, okay. So you know, a lot of these that. characters are featured on that type of shit, but they're just like small, you know, stories. Yeah. Okay, well, that, I mean, that was where it came from. That's where Jump Force. I mean, Shonen Jump, Jump Force. I'm glad you know that. Good job. Yeah. That's yeah. why I keep you and around. There are, there's a number of other Jump uh, fighting games that have come out over the years too. Some of them 2D, some of them 3D. Um, How about I 4D my foot in your ass? So that I can go on to the next game in this section. All right. Um, Far Cry New Dawn, which was only announced, what, I think it was the Game Awards, yeah. So it was only announced a couple months ago. Uh, it's only selling also for 40 up, 40, if I can talk. Um, it's only selling for 40 bucks. I mean, it only has like a 75% on Metacritic, 73, 75, something like that. Um, but it's essentially more of an expansion on Far Cry 5 that came out last year because it's a continuation of the story and it adds a different spin as far as the post-apocalyptic dystopian society but that's building up and they also focus on the lush areas. That's why it's a very colorful dystopian kind of world. Uh, I heard it's fun. It's not getting bad reviews. It's just kind of mediocre, but <clears throat> for 40 bucks, not bad. And if you let it go on sale for, for a couple months, I bet you're getting it for like 20 right? Is So, well, yeah, probably... Um, but this is this is more your territory because I've never even played a Far Cry game. No, they're all fun. Um, and this is just as fun as the other ones. Um, okay, it's you essentially Far is... Cry Five, but in a different you know... setting. Okay, so it's is this a direct sequel? Like, is this yes. a full game? Yes, or... so it's a, still a full game, uh, direct sequel. Absolutely, uh, it takes place. I want to say thirteen years, maybe more. Fuck, I, I don't. I can't. God damn, I should so it's a up. significant time yeah, yeah. gap. And the bad guy from part five is actually in this one. He was teased, at least in the trailer. I have not played the story, but I'm very curious to see it because it was cool that Far Cry 5, a lot of people got a little, I don't know, butthurt or whatever on it, but I loved the fact that it ended with the end of the world. Because he's like the religious zealot that you're following. He's the crazy like cult leader. He keeps warning that like the world's going to come to the end, the world's going to come to the end, you have to like save yourself and like... Uh, give on to you know God through me and all this stuff. And they were bad guys. And then uh, 
he wanted the end of the world to happen so much to cleanse like the world and everything. And then fucking newts go off at the very, very end, and the whole world ends. And then like so what, the very end what, is you're like escaping to go into this bunker, and you go with the villain, the main villain, and he like it's just you and him in this bunker, and he tells you like that you've been saved and shit, and he's super happy that the world ended. So what planet does this take place? On fucking planet Earth, you asshole. So what the world you? didn't end. It. <laughs> Don't be a dumbass. I'm talking about in the fucking this story in this setting, this universe. Anyway, so Miss this one universe? starts off though, and it sounds like on the trailers that the bad guy from the first one is, realizes how shitty the world ended up, and he's like, this was not what I wanted. And so he might kind of be helping you in this game. I have no idea. Maybe it's like a redemption right. story for the bad guy from the fifth one. That's what makes me right. excited to play this game. All right. We're going to find out. Yeah, we'll find out. But it's getting mediocre reviews, but not in a bad way. Like, 73 is not terrible on Metacritic. Cool. Uh, again, this next game now, Metro Exodus... Also, another another game that's more your territory. Um, yeah. I, I don't know anything about these games at all. So it's between me playing Metro, Metro Exodus and Anthem, and I'm gonna get a lot of shit for it from a lot of people. But right now, because I'm able to get Anthem really really cheap, Exodus is gonna mm. take a seat on the back burner. Although I want to play it, I'm sure in the next month or two I'll buy it. Uh, I. But yeah, it's a it's a great. It, this seems like what we're wanting at the moment since Fallout 76 was just shit. Um. It's part of the Metro series. If you're familiar with that, nuclear apocalypse. Uh, there's a lot of mutants throughout the world due to, to the, uh, I guess, radiation and stuff. Uh, but it takes place in the former Russia Federation. That's like a different setting than we're used to. Uh, all Metro games take place in Russia. All right. Is <laughs> okay. this the one where you can do like parkour or no? Is that something else? I believe. I mean, like all, all FPSs now do a little bit of parkour, but... Do you remember the one where you used to have to have, like, a battery to, like, charge so you could, like, have, be out in the, like, fucking nuclear apocalypse? Mm, the nuclear winter really. area? Okay, well, god damn it. This is on the Epic Store exclusively, right? Um, currently, it's on the Epic Store, yes. Exclusively. Right. And uh, Metro, it's, it's set in, it's at, after uh, Last Light, which is the last one. Um, it continues, Last Light's, uh, if I can talk, sorry. It continues Last Light's redemption ending. Um, I never finished Last Light, so I don't know what the fuck that means. But um, you assume the role of Artyom, who flees the metro in Moscow and sets off on some journey. Did you know they were based off of books? No. I don't know anything about Metro. It's Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light. And now this one. It's the third game. All right. It's developed by well. fucking... 4A games published by Deep Silver. You know, the graphics in this game look amazing. The, these aren't just... This is in-game stuff, right? I believe so. I don't know what the fuck you're looking at. I can't transport my head into your fucking head. Well, like, I'm saying is... Like, have you seen any trailers that were not Yes, everything footage? looks great. And that's what, So I have now a 1070, thanks to uh, B-Pain. Um, he got a new graphics card and gave me his old one. So... I'm oh, yeah. Ryan, Ryan's shit. brother, uh, Brandon B. Payne, friend of the show, gave yeah he 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 upgraded your PC uh, setup. Yeah, and so I'm gonna play this on PC if I'm gonna play it, and it just it looks great. Cool. All right, yeah, anyway. check it out. Um, if you're into this, uh, if if what we described on this game sounds good to you, absolutely look up a trailer for this because the graphics are fucking amazing. The snow looks I told incredible. You. I've been telling you for weeks. Yeah, but. I'm so over this like zombie kind of stuff, but this does this look. This is really not great. zombie. This is not zombie. I know they're mutants. All. They're mutants. I get it. Everything, it's not just like B 
people. It's like dogs and stuff. All right. It's like Resident Evil, sort of. There's a zombie bear or mutant bear. Well, there you go. All right, are we ready to move on to the next topic? Next topic. Okay, so now we're talking about Anthem, which we have no idea this is going to be a bomb or not. Uh, well, all right, predictions. Uh, do, you, do you think this is going to be a bomb, a bomb or not? I hope it's not a bomb. I don't think it's going to be a bomb. I just think that's going to be mediocre reviews, and the people are going to say that the game should have waited to be released, even though they already delayed it from the fall of 2018 right. to now. So you're saying you don't think it's going to be a bomb, but it's going to bomb. It's going to bomb. It's it's bomb. I think it's going to be a bomb. I don't All think right. it's going to be a bomb. Next but I think section. It's, no, no. no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't think it's going to be a bomb, but... It might not do what EA wants it to do, due to word of mouth, because the game probably should have been released, I don't know, six to six months or more later than it's going to be released. Because I feel like maybe in six to eight months, it'll do the very similar to Destiny and Division, and be like, oh, we have all this content now. It's like games as a service, it's fine, but you want it to like sustain people right off the bat all and right. keep that following. Um, I think the from what I've heard and seen, the combat sounds very fun. The mechanics of like, going around these different uh, javelins, kicking ass. That's awesome. Um, I don't know. The issue is maybe the story and in-game stuff. We'll see how it goes. There's no current PvP, PvP at the moment. Well, so one, there's that. One, one thing that unfortunately isn't even gameplay related has been one of the topics and complaints for this game. And that's that I guess the load times are like outrageous. Uh, that we can uh, point over to Kotaku for. Um, there's an article that says Anthem's uh, day one patch promised to fix the game's biggest flaws. And so we should um, direct you over there if you want to read up on the entire issue because they go into into some detail there. But so there's supposed to be a day one patch, though. So, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I don't think there's a problem with patching a game on day one. Um, they're working right up to the minute. You know, it's not like it used to be where they print, you know, they print the game and they send it out and like, that's it. I mean, in this case, they're printing the game, they're sending it out. And the, in the meantime, when you pop that disc in, they're going to have something ready for you to enhance what they, they did. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be enough time for them to fix all the problems that it has. Um, I mean, the problem is... All these games, they have like, there's very strict release dates when it comes to these very expensive games, and you want to keep that, especially like if you're a publicly traded company like EA is, you have to meet deadlines for investors and everything. That might be why it might be released a little bit too early. But the day one patch is supposed to help a lot of issues, including the load times that have been called to question, including some of the bullshit that's been going on. So there's that. Do we know if Anthem is Anthem like completely focused on single player, or is there a big multiplayer? You know, component to this? Um, no. So, well, so, so co-op is a huge part of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it should be played as a co-op game. Um, but the, they have no PvP at the moment. I want them to add PvP because Division and Destiny, which is based off of, kind of had PvP along with the PvE stuff. I mean, how do you feel about that? No multiplayer for, you know, that. I think it's, it's a tough call because these days uh, people are pushing back quite a bit. Um, against every single game that comes out having multiplayer and focusing on multiplayer. I mean, look at Fortnite. You know, it started out as a single-player game, and the only way they saved that game was to pull in multiplayer. And and not only that, but Battle Royale. 
I think that, you know, it's bold of them. You know, after God of War just came out as a single-player game and got uh, Game of the Year, I think it's bold of them to try to tackle that same exact thing. But I think that when you when you show me the images for this game and you have the guns that you have and the enemies that you have and the characters that you have, it seems like half of a game if it doesn't have multiplayer. Because this is exactly the setting for multiplayer games. Does that make sense? Yes. No, you're right. Because the thing is, they want to kind of market this as, as a MMO. Even whenever Warcraft was, uh, or WoW, if you will, uh, was early on, you could do PvP. If you were on PvP servers, you could, I think, type in slash PvP or something like that. It lets you be able to attack other players. And if you saw them in the wasteland, I just say wasteland. Why the fuck did I say that's not what Warcraft is? Sorry. <laughs> if you saw them in the fucking world, uh, whether I wanted to say barons, because that's where I would always... There was a big PvP area, and Vanilla WoW was the barons. And so there was at least... Vanilla, that, Vanilla WoW, for anyone who doesn't know, is the first version of Iteration, uh, WoW. Yes, of, yeah. of WoW. Thank you, Fred. Yeah. But, like, you had that element at least. So if you saw them in the world, you could be like, I'm going to go try to fuck you up if I'm a higher level. And that was a big thing. That was a part of it. Uh... So, also another problem was, uh, with this, sorry, is that, you know, WoW did make an actual, like, arena PvP later, but that was 10 years ago or so. Now we're talking, actually over 10 years ago, whenever they did that, we're talking Destiny and Division had PvP from the get-go, from the start. Why would Anthem not try to do that? Well, right? yeah, there, we're, we're, we have a different standard now. So, I mean, whether it took WoW 10 years to do something... You know, that was them kind of, like, paving the way. Like, yeah, that, that way like has been paved now. Three to five years, somewhere in between there where they started doing the PvP. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, do, you have this great game mechanic when it comes to everything I've seen about the combat and the shooting and the abilities. That's great. And the, the movement, the flying around. I want to see that via PvP. That sounds awesome to me. And why would they not have even thought about that? Because there's been no mention of it. Yeah. Maybe in the next year they'll add it. But there shouldn't have been a year to have to wait for that. That should be off the bat. All right. My more detailed prediction is um, bomb. They're going to fix it. They're going to make a really good game. It's going to be too late, just like Destiny, and people aren't going to give it a chance. Apex Legends is still hitting hard. Titanfall 3 is going to come out. You're going to fucking do all the same shit in that game that you can do in Anthem, but more, and that's the end of that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, my prediction is going to be mediocre. It'll still sell, but it'll be the, the next Destiny which could be a good thing because Destiny's kept their games as a service model and they've been, you know, continuing to update for what the fans want. I hope that BioWare does the same. Yeah. All I right. mean, I definitely, uh, you know, well wishes to them. I, I hope the game, you know, works out for them. But I'm just saying, you know, it just seems like it's it's prematurely coming out. So that, that's never good. Exactly. All right. You ready to move on? I'm ready to move on to the Nintendo oh. Direct. Hit that, hit that good baked bean music. There's, there's no music for the Nintendo Direct. Did you make music for this? No. Also, did you say baked beans? Nintendo Direct. There were some actual good things. I, you know, this last six months or so has been pretty quiet on the Nintendo front. And they haven't really been hyping up a whole lot about 2019. Um, so I was actually thinking this year might be a little quiet for them. But they 
I have some cool stuff coming. Should we just yeah. start off with the bang here? Um, let's kind of read through them. How's that sound? And then we'll, the ones we really, really want to talk about, we'll get into that. But I don't want to like stay too long on this because we'll find out more about a lot of these games. Yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, let's start with the games that are going to be coming to Switch that have already been released. So there's three okay. games right there. Okay. Uh, Dead by Daylight. Yep. Yeah, which is, is a very profitable game for the PC and, and uh, Xbox, even the console market. This is basically um, the Jason. Um, what was it? Friday yeah. the 13th. That yeah, came yeah. Out. but it, there's actually it, different patch you can buy. That's what I'm saying. It's been very profitable for this company because they've kind of tweaked the controls and made it a little bit better, probably improved on the graphics a little bit. And yeah. they now have like movie packs with different licenses for different colors of horror movies. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically did this. They took what Friday the 13th did and they did everything. Well, and they better. came out before. <laughs> did they came they? out before. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th, I, think, I believe, came out. A little bit uh, after this. And gotcha. Dead by Daylight just seems like a better game. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, they definitely had more experienced people working on this. Friday the 13th was a bit of a shit show, so whatever. Next, uh, Hellblade Sitting with Sacrifice, which has come to every single console now. It's also the studio is owned by Microsoft, so it's very interesting that they're allowing it now to come to Switch. Although interesting, I don't mean like surprising. I just mean showing that more, you know, partnership well, I mean, between it, Microsoft and Nintendo at the moment. But if you think about this, Hellblade's out on PS4. So oh, it is. That, but I mean, it I was mean, originally it's, it's a, out on PS4, but now that studio is owned by Microsoft. Right. But this game was released as a third-party game. Of course. My whole point is that it's showing that partnership and marriage between Nintendo and Microsoft, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and another um, thing I was going to say, I think that Microsoft and Nintendo could partner up because you have one giant publisher, you know, console provider uh in the west and one in japan yeah sony and nintendo are like right there neck and neck they're in japan both of them so yeah it would make sense they would try to partner more with the western audience yeah console. makes sense and um, i never really yeah. thought i'd see that either i thought there was a bigger rift than that between the american and japanese which markets, i think i think it's great i love the marriage i mean we all love video games so why not just marry the two yeah. the east and the west anyway um the final one is just Assassin's Creed 3, which is like a remake. They've like remastered it, and this is a super surprising title because Assassin's Creed 3 wasn't the most popular. I feel like 4 was more popular, but I love Part 3. It was like in the American Revolution. That was the first Assassin's Creed I was like, this is fucking amazing. Cool. So maybe, excited, maybe I'll, yeah, I mean, some of these games maybe I'll finally try out now that they're on the Switch, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know because I haven't played I, uh, I uh, any of those. I haven't played any of those. So yeah, yeah. All right, let's um, get on to some of the newer games. Yeah. So Tetris ninety nine. Uh, did you get to play this yet? I have not. Have you? I know what exactly I it is. Have. I've watched a lot of videos. But yeah, it's great. So for anyone who doesn't know yet, basically, this was actually funny. This was like a month or two, may, maybe even more than that ago. Someone made a funny kind of like uh, meme. It was a battle royale meme, and it was like. Tetris Battle Royale is now out, and it was like, where are we dropping, boys? And it was funny, and like I just thought that was hilarious. They actually took it literally. So when you play, your uh, your normal um, play area is surrounded by 99 other play areas, little small ones, and uh, we're, those are all people playing at the same time. And just like most multiplayer Tetris games, when, you, um, when you're clearing out lines and stuff, you know, your opponent gets like those gray lines that kind of like makes it harder for them to play like they're getting attacked well now 99 other people are able to attack you and each other as well so 
you kind of have to play strategically and try to be the last person alive. I mean, that's the battle royale element there is that you're attacking and trying to survive to the end. Um, great idea. I mean, it was Tetris. The people who are working with the Tetris license are so smart. People have loved the v, the VR uh, game that came out, Tetris Experience, and um, and now this. And this is exclusively on Switch, and it's free if you have the online, by the way. Yep. Um, I think they're fucking geniuses, honestly. They, and it they, makes sense. It has the old school like music with a little bit of, like I guess, EDM style over it. But like they kept everything the same. Like the, the fucking everything looks like the old school Tetris. And all you're doing is playing against super yeah. hard people, and they can also fuck over others. And it's just like a survival mode with 99, or sorry, 98 other online players. Like that's fucking awesome. Yep. And the focus. It's the same thing. Like, have you seen the at the uh, bars? They have the Pac-Man, like four-person comp- competitive like arcade. Yeah, it's yeah. very similar. To that. It's, like, it's a simple game. They've now revamped to a modern c- competitive setting, and it just it makes sense. And it's fucking probably going to kill it. Yeah, Tetris could have died a long time ago, but these guys are too smart for that. So, you think that the um, original people that made Tetris are still work- working on it? No, but the people who they have are fucking smart. I agree. Who they owns have Tetris, over there? by the way? Atari. I have no clue. I thought it was Nintendo. I mean, it is Nintendo. Yeah, well, Tetris has come out with so many things. Not really. Well, yeah, I mean. Yes. I don't know. VR? For, who owns? You'd think that we'd know that, but. I mean, who asked that fucking question? It's some, like, um, Russian company, isn't it? I feel like you're right. It's a Tetris company. What the huh? fuck? There we go. The Tet- Hold on. The Tetris company. I know originally it was made by a Russian company, but Tetris they might have sold company, it off. Tetris LLC. All right. Okay, yeah, I think we're done with it. That's great for Tetris, though. I think it's, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but um, next we have the Undertale spinoff. This is called Delta Rune. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there was a bit of a cryptic message sent out on Twitter a while back uh, from the maker of Undertale. And he was like, be here um, at this time on, or tomorrow or something like that. And uh, when you went there, then there were a whole bunch of clues on how to... Um, find out about this Delta Rune thing, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, it's it's looks kind of cool. You're the one that played Undertale, I did not, but it seems mm. it seems like a spinoff slash not really a sequel, but just more of a spinoff. I, it's like within the same style, um, I the think, same setting, right? Like there's some yeah. things that, are, that match, like even story wise. Yeah, I think so. I think it's in the same world, um, but definitely in the same style as well. It's funny that you haven't played this because I fucking bought it for you. On PC, but now I have a 1070 uh, graphics card, so now I can play Undertale in the most crisp 4K oh. graphics I've ever needed to play it in. This game is not even graphics in It doesn't matter. Just one of the, I, I won't even play a fucking... I won't even play Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Ooh. Kong. Speaking of people... I don't have a 1070. Speaking of people gifting games to each other, fucking... I forgot to mention this. Monkey Man gifted me uh, Just Shapes and Beats. Are you saying this because I never buy you anything? Well, no, but when I was streaming the other day, he was like, hey, play Just Shapes and Beats. And I was like, I'll play it eventually. And then he's like, hey, check your Steam. He sent it to me. And then I played it on there for a little bit. It's a great game, by the way. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I fucking played it at PAX last <sighs> year. I told you about this. I know. We'll, we'll save that conversation for another day fine, because fine. I got to play through it some more. Yeah, yeah. Continue. We got we to gotta move on. Okay, the point is. Um, okay, Undertale spinoff, cool, <clears throat> awesome. Uh, look for it. It's called Delta Rune, Delta Rune, Chapter One, to be determined of when it comes out on Switch. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, next we have 
Yeah, it's 2D. Yes. I said DVDA. Oh, I thought you said 2D. Well, DVDA is also to be determined. I don't think it's going to be in that game. Astral Chain. This game. It's a new IP. It looks like you have a partner, but like you control both of them at different times or something. Do you remember this? Do you remember seeing this, Fred? I do, but it didn't look interesting to me. Well, okay, it's by Platinum Games. It doesn't make it platinum to me. No, but I'm telling you, this is developed by Platinum Games. I'm telling you, I'm developing your Platinum Games. Do you know what what Platinum Games fucking made? No. The fucking Bayonetta series, Bayonetta 2. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Star Fox Zero, Newer, Automata. All right, that's a good one. Yeah, and they were working on Scalebound, which maybe this... It's the project that came about after they stopped doing Spellbound. I don't know, but it's a Switch exclusive. What's very fun, fast-paced cell shading of action. Probably like an action RPG. Uh, it says it's a new action game uh, directed by Tanashia Tora, known for his work uh, on Yor. So, that dude. And uh, supervised by Hideki Kamiya, creator of the Bayonetta series. So, it's almost combining Nier and Bayonetta. But you play wow. a special force police unit uh, with like futuristic shit that allows you to like I don't know have some sort of living weapon that works with you that fucks people up. It looks interesting and fun. What do you Ooh. think? Um, I'll, I'm gonna have to look into it more because it didn't catch my interest, and um, so oh. I focused on other things. Of course, it didn't. It kind of reminds me of like a more Japanese crazy anime version of like Devil May Cry gameplay mixed with a little bit of. <coughs> Like, I don't know, synced up shit. I don't fuck it. We'll see more about it. Astral right. Chain, look it up. Looks pretty good. Okay, so the next one I think I was way more excited about than you were. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mario Maker 2. It's not that when I was I excited s- about it. I actually predicted they'd make a Mario Maker 2 because I was like, they're not going to make... I even told you this last... I think I told you in the I thought, podcast. I thought they were going to port it because they've been porting no, everything else. I said they're done with ports, I think. If they do a Mario Maker, it's going to be... I thought it was going to be actually Zelda Maker, but either way, Mario Maker 2, if you add some stuff from Odyssey, or yeah. just even well, like Sunshine, I, some of the games that weren't really on the first one, uh-huh. fucking be amazing, right? Well, I don't think they're going to go that far. I think they're still going to stick to the 2D stuff, but, it's, but Mario 3D World... There's stuff from that, like the Mario cat yeah. suit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm excited to see what they do add. When this trailer, when I saw this trailer, my brother had actually sent it to me because I was at work, and so I totally missed the direct. A poop slipped out of my ass and down my pant leg. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Is this, this, you shit yourself is what you're saying to me? And it was a clean poop. It didn't leave a single streak. I picked it up off the ground. I tossed it in the trash. Wait. You don't just casually talk about shitting yourself at the age of 33 years old. Oh, what, are you, what are you talking about? You missed an intended direct because you, you shit yourself in public? No, no, no. I was working, and my brother texted it to me. And oh, I totally missed. I thought you were walking down the street like, I'm going to watch the Nintendo Direct. It's going to be great. You're walking to your brother's house. He calls you. You get scared, and you shit yourself, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I can't watch no. the Nintendo Direct now. I have to go clean up in the bathroom. No, I, I saw Mario Maker 2, and then it was like, <laughs> flew right out. Wait, it sounded like that was a like, like you were slurping it up. So what? What is happening? Well, again? the universe slurped it out of my ass. I guess I don't know what is happening right now. It's too much. It's too much. We're not in a fucking South Park episode. God damn it! Um, you yeah. sh- the point to to be blunt, you shit yourself when you heard about Mario Maker Two. 
Yes. Can so, you see Mario Maker 3 adding some three-dimensional plane to ooh. the Mario Maker series? This actually, now that you say that, this could be a good marketing opportunity for them to not port Mario Maker 1 knowing damn well that we want Mario Maker 1, but instead making it a sequel because the next sequel will be Mario Maker 3 3D. D. Yeah. Oh, I was already ahead on that. And when you get... Yeah. Uh, TVTA, you got some big issues. What's TVTA? It's triple f- triple. Holy shit! Yeah, how do you I, I even get that many people I don't know. in a room? We had to. <laughs> I mean, there's a way. When there's a will, how, there's you, a how way. you get that many people that close together? When there's a will, there's a way. Um, I guess it's seven people though. I understand. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Any more you want to add with Mario Maker Two? I mean, it's exciting. I mean, it looks like they legitimately added a lot, and they completely overhauled the UI in this game. Um, so, and, well, a good thing is that um, I'm not going to make any fucking levels because I don't have the time. But I'm going to play everybody's levels that they that they made. Yeah, that's the fun, I, it, right? It's not really making it. I mean, I'm sure for some people it's making it, but for other people like me, it's like it's the playing all these levels. Yeah, and we'll we'll have a game genies. Uh, account just to have our uh, maps and maybe some friends of the show can have their maps on ours too. And, um, that sounds yeah. like a sexy time. Yeah. All right. Uh, last game on the direct. Uh, a lot of people were super excited about this. I never played it. I've never been a huge fan to begin with, but I understand the excitement around this. Did you play Zelda Link's Awakening? I never did, but I've heard about it for so long. And what's crazy about it is Brandon, even B Pain, as we would tell him, call him, yeah. um, he goes, I watched that, and he's like, what the fuck? Why are there Goombas and shit in this game? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Then I went up, I was like, oh, yeah, in the original Link's Awakening on Game Boy, there was fucking Mario bad guys in the fucking Zelda game. I did not was know that. that. Ju- yeah, was that just because they were like, oh, let's just reuse some of this shit. It's fine, and we're all the same company. So, yeah, there are Mario villain in, in this fucking game. That's cool. And also, it's a, um, probably good to know, this was originally um, a Game Boy game. Yeah, yeah. It was Game Boy 1. And they've remade the entire fucking game from like the yeah. ground up. It looks amazing. Like, just Completely look at the graphics. 3D. Yeah. I, I can see this being the start of like a new subgenre of Zelda games where they'll make, like, yeah, they'll make the open world very similar to Breath of the Wild style Zelda game. And then they'll also, in the off years, where they're still developing a new official like Zelda IP, I don't oh. want to say official, but you know what I mean, like like next IP sequel, whatever the fuck. Yeah, uh, they'll do the next, yeah. a smaller game like this, which is like a top-down original OG Zelda, but just with yeah. way better graphics and just it, it looks great to me. It looks yeah. it looks awesome. I'm excited. Same. Okay, uh, that's that's it for the Nintendo Direct. Um, I think you know we have a lot to look forward to this year. Depending on what you're into, there's a little bit of um, everything. Um, so it's not like you can be excited for every single thing that, that they announced, but I think there's a lot there and like they're, they're, they're still full steam ahead. And I think there's still some things that we haven't heard of yet and there's animal crossing and there's Metroid four and there's plenty. So I'm excited and you're excited. You know what that means? We're, We're excited. excited. Okay. Let's move on to our, our, our second to last section. Cause don't forget, we gotta go to the new year's resolutions. Um, All right. Okay, Elite Dangerous. Some little bit of mm-hmm. news on. We'll go over it quickly. You ready? Let's go. All right. Let's go. So, 
Elite Dangerous, it's, if you're not familiar with it, it's very similar to EVE or Star Citizen. You have these ships, very big space simulator type game. Well, you're always wanting to uh, be, you always want to be like a story in these games. There's, there's been like battles that cost like thousands and thousands of like real dollars that have happened in EVE. Uh, just different shit's happened. But a really cool story I read on Kotaku, uh, Heather Alexandra, was the author of this article. It came out today. Uh, it's about an Elite Dangerous player that has been stranded in space since November of 2018. And when I say that, I mean like they're legit. They have been there in the same area for a couple months now. We're talking about five months almost going on? Anyway, point is... That's crazy. Yeah. And this awesome. Person, yeah, it was uh, Deluvian Reyes Cruz. He was the one that set out on a journey to see how far he could travel from the soul system, which I guess is the main area system uh, that you, I don't know if you're restarted at. I have no idea because I don't play the game. I'm sorry. <coughs> People talk shit about me. That's fine. On, uh, on the tweet tweets because I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he wanted to break the record for how far he could go. This guy, it says Deluvian Cruz, he'd been traveling for 42 days when he made the decision that left him stranded in space. And I, I feel like that was real because it says um, players in Quentin Cruz have been slowly building upon this distance record because the distance record, obviously, that people have been wanting to do. Uh, the ship upgrades and numerous expeditions because they've upgraded the ships as time has passed in this game. It says these journeys take hundreds of hours as there's no easy way to quickly jump distances in uncharted territory. So instead, they super cruise these distances in real time and he had... Holy shit. When he says it's super cruise in real time, does that mean he's actually he traveled for forty two days actual straight? And so here's what he traveled sixty five thousand seven hundred and eighty eight light years from Seoul from the Seoul system to achieve the personal goal. But he skimmed some extra fuel meant for the return trip because he had a return trip to travel. I guess via light speed and these different. I don't know what the fuck it was. He was to return to travel only one light year further. So he only gained one light year and he fucked himself over and it left him stranded and he couldn't jump back to the known system from there. Uh, this is crazy to me. Also, like so, I said, I'm, 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 I'm literally quoting this article so I want to give credit where it's due. It's on Kotaku. Uh, Heather Alexandra, she's the one that wrote this article. But it, it's so interesting to me. So this guy's well, been stranded. The, the kicker here, and this is like literally the coolest part of all this, is that a bunch of other players are now banding together? Yeah, they're just, called the they're called the fuel rats. They're a group of players dedicated to providing emergency refueling to stranded players. And now, I mean, now his record's going to be at least tied, right? Oh yeah, because they might have to go out there and get him, of course. So like, yeah. But either way, it's like holy shit. So they're now live streaming on Twitch their journey to go get this guy. And right now? they said, yeah, yeah, right now. If you go there, um, Twitch stream is, I will read it to you. It is twitch.tv slash highway warrior. And I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they're, they're tr it's showing them. Uh, announcement, will, uh, announcement rescue will take place on Saturday, February 23rd at 2100 hours UTC. What the fuck is UTC? I always bet you not knowing the fucking times. <laughs> what is that? Something what is central. UTC? I have no idea. It says right now it's 3.01 a.m. So that would mean it is six hours ahead of me. Yep. So I would need to... Wait, when did they say I was going to do it? At 1 p.m., which would 
No, no, that'll be 11. Oh, fuck. That means it's going to happen at... Hold on. Six hours from 11. It was going to happen at 4 p.m. my time. 5 p.m. your time. They're supposed to get to this guy. All right. So, yeah. All right. Check it out if you want to. I mean, it's going to be happening... I mean, the episode will be out the day before. So if you're listening to this right when we put the episode out, you should be able to see them actually rescue this guy the next day. Yeah. And so, like, the fuel... Sorry. Fuel rats, rather... Yeah, it's just kind of cool that they're just they're going to rescue this guy. They've rescued other people before in the last couple of years, um, so it's not like beyond their means to do something like this. But it says that, yeah, um, hopefully things go without a hitch. But uh, yeah, if they bring him back, that's a big fucking deal, dude. Yeah, the, I think that that's a amazing narrative to have in it a is. game that's that has its own narrative. But like these guys have developed their own now. You well, know. I mean, a lot of this, these types of games is like you create your own story type thing. So that's cool. But yeah. like, this is one of those stories that you just get. And this is why I love community gaming. It's so cool to be like, yeah, Same. these guys grouping together to go save this guy. I guess he's just been lawed the fuck off. I, I mean, he just like he's like, oh yeah, my ship's fucked. Come get me yeah. if you can. And how how good does it feel to be this guy? It's been months, and he's like, oh shit, people are coming to get me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right. So um, we, yeah, we're kind of towards the end of our show, Fred. Uh, I want to say we can go more. Right, more topic, so now but it's now it's time. Wait, yeah. sorry. Uh, I, I want to introduce the next section. So now we finally, without further ado, are going to get into our uh, New Year's resolution. Oh, for, for, sorry, sorry. I I want I don't want to like cut you off. I don't. I do not mean to. No, it's fine. It's fine. I, uh, hit me. I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah, so yeah. What do you got? I'm excited too. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to say that like we can anticipate just a little bit longer and we will have the New Year's resolution. Everybody, well, like drum another, roll. You got like another, wait, you have a little section beforehand? Like another minute or two and then we do it? We will have it next week uh, for you guys. Just so that way, you know, you can anticipate wait, a little why? bit longer. What do you mean? I'm why? sorry. Why? Why can't we just do it this week? Like right now. We ran out of time, man. I'm sorry. Apologies to the fans. Apologies to Freddy Sketty. I mean, but we, we are running over an hour and we still have to talk to the genie. Yeah. It's probably just best we just keep it to next week, right? Yeah. Hey, don't be. Hey, this guess time, what? Hey, this hey, time. hey, 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 Buckaroo. Thanks. I think this time, I guess I can agree with you that we are I, running I, I a appreciate lot over. It. Hey. Okay. Grab that cartridge. Cheer up, Buckaroo. All right. Thanks. Uh, so for anyone who's new listener, we got a bunch of new listeners this week. Um, why? Why? Yeah. Cause why? we, How? cause we killing it. Cause we killing it, bro. All right, bro. All right. So for anyone who is new, uh, we should explain Ryan has the special, uh, game genies cartridge. I got it for him when he was here. It turned out there was a special genie inside. Whenever you put it in to your uh, home console there, you slide that cartridge right in. Uh, he comes out and he will grant us one wish per week. Uh, he is a huge asshole, and we try to avoid him when we can, but I suppose... Yeah, well, he'll give me a uh, genie rug tug and a titty twist if I don't bring him out every week, and, you know, we love right. we love him sliding into our DMs, so we might All as well right. just, Mr. Game Genie, you ready to slide, slide into that our cartridge on in. <laughs> Hello, Jesus. Fuck, Ryan, hey, I wanted to talk Mr. about Genie, our wish what this time. you gonna do? You hanging out with me? Do you take ever a poo? What do you wish to ask, Genius? All right, all right. We're, okay, this time, we Ryan, did, please, please, please shut the fuck up. Hey. Okay. You shut no, the fuck up. Hey, don't, 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 don't tell me to shut the fuck up. Mr. Genie's no. always doing this. I, I don't know, 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 know,
Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, see, he wants you to shut up too. Just no words from you, please. No words from you. No words. I'm zipped up like a. And you know what we're doing? We're doing this because we didn't have time to do the New Year's resolutions thing. I wish we could fucking just hey, do the New hey, Year's you know, resolutions no, thing. No, it's fine. You know what? I, I don't know. What the fuck do you wish for? <laughs> this was my week, Ryan. You may have your new resolutions when the time is right. Oh, fuck! Oh, you fucking idiot! Fuck! You dumb, stupid motherfucker! Alright, well, can you at least tell us when the time is gonna be right? Fuck you. Goodbye. This is a piece of shit of a week. <laughs> All right. Well, that was my attempt at getting a better wish out of him than. Good job, asshole. I told you the New Year's resolutions are just going to come naturally. You did not. I did too. I've said that for years. Well, we were supposed to do it on the first week of January. That's when it's supposed to, to happen. I understand. Resolutions are re- resolutions, resolutions. Yeah. Well, th- we still had a good episode. We didn't get our wish per se, but it was a good episode. The big episode. I don't want body shame the show. Big episode. I guess. You got anything else to say? Um, genies. Don't you fucking say it. Keep on trying. No. It's keep on flying. Trying. Everybody tries to fly, but they don't want to die. Oh, and they don't fuck. know. I didn't burp why. this episode because I didn't drink beer. Well, I was trying to sing to end the fucking show, asshole. Wow, what a shitty burp. That's your one. Oh, we got Fred. Yeah, I know. We came back. This is episode 50. I know. I didn't think we were going to make it fuck? through like 10 episodes, if I'm being honest. Dude, most podcasters don't last through like two months, like four to six episodes. I know. We're almost at a year. Two two more episodes and we're at our first year. We have 501 episode minus 451. <laughs> yeah. We have 50 episodes, bro. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay, congratulations to you, sir. Hey. Congratulations to me. Hey. And most importantly, congratulations to the Game Genie. Although he wasn't on until episode 30-something, because we don't give a shit about him. He sucks, and that's okay. And even He's more, dumb. thank you to all the genies who have been here for us all the while. Yeah, you're all the best, and we couldn't do it without you. Because if it wasn't for you, then we would feel sad, and no one would be listening to us. I think I need to work with your little bit of like your vocal coaching on you. No, I like it. I know you can like it all you want. All you want. Thank you. But you, yeah, you're not going to get to where you need to get. Oh. Not without my talents. You know what I can do for you? What? Slap you in the dick and call you Francis. You could also suck my balls. Was it more like... What are you saying? What do you want to say? Why did you say Weekend at Bernie's? I don't know. You could have said like Ghostbusters or anything, I guess, right? Uh, no, now you have to fucking, in your mind, come up with a par- porn parody of Weekend at Bernie's. So I need you to go right now and just talk about it just real quick. That baked bean footage. Roll that baked bean. What does that mean? It's like sweet. 
I don't know. Savory there, was a com- there was a commercial back warm? in the day with the the baked beans and the dog, and he goes, "Play back the baked bean footage." So you're now you're copyright infringing on a fucking baked bean company commercial. Why well, was this I bushes? Said, was this bushes baked beans? It, it might have been. That was the one with the dog. So I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Uh, bushes baked beans, a sponsor of Game Genie's podcast. Please send us a check <laughs> with multiple dollar signs. Actually, no. Sorry, we only need only one dollar sign. We need multiple zeros, and that is before the period, not after. Thank you very much. Bush's Baked Beans for being a sponsor of Game Genie's podcast. Bush's Baked Beans. We need a savory sweet meal. You know exactly where to choose them. They fucking they know their thing. Get the kind with the bacon in it. All right. <laughs> so, uh, 